Welcome to the Western Sports Football Club podcast. Another week and another flurry of goals to discuss. 16 goals across our three matches this weekend with each team securing victory. We're currently sat on the arrow where possibly the pub quiz is about to spark and the arrow one of our major sponsors and we would like to thank Mitch and his team for their hospitality once again. It's Thursday the 12th of September and with me tonight Malik Kamal and Chris Wells. So... We'll start with uh, the first team game on Saturday. We were at home to uh, Welton Rovers Reserves. Welton. Welton Rovers, as I said. And these are um, Somerset Senior Cup, so it's a little bit different for us, Mal. We'll come to you first. They start the season. They won their first three matches. They're not a side we play against or have played against at all recently. So, in a way, it's always quite nice to come up against someone new in a, in a fresh team. Yeah, it's always going to be hard. Um got to take our positives from the game and play our own game try to concentrate on us rather than them and see where it takes us is what, what sorry what um, is the difference between Somerset County Div 2 and some, uh, Dorset Senior is, it, is that a, uh, a league apart so it, compared to compared to yeah so so Somerset Prem should in theory on paper compare to Dorset Prem which is what we're in Somerset Div 2 would therefore be one below Dorset Senior which our reserves are in um, however this is like any league you do get teams who come up and you know a team who started and they've won the first three games this might be a team who've come down lower got a side of superstars and moving on up you don't ever know and you would think because Welton Rovers are Western League their first team I think uh, yeah, well, I'm say that. yeah so so you would think that they would have a solid reserve side in behind them and do you think that Welton reserves would fit in since uh, Dorset Senior or Dorset Prem? I reckon they would probably probably Prem. They, they weren't a bad football inside, but they didn't look so dangerous on the attack. Yeah, it was it was okay. But we, I mean, we we started the game quite strong, Mal, didn't we? And we sort of from early stages had them pinned back. Yeah, um, a lot of the ball, a few attacks, but couldn't get a goal too early. Um, but the first ten minutes we were on top, and then a goal finally came. And I guess the first chance we had fell to maybe an, un- an unlikely source in, in Lewis Houchin, but the keeper pulled off a save. Yeah, I can't remember this. Um, can't remember it too much. Um, surprised he's in their box, to be fair. But if, he's, <laughs> if the keeper's pulled off a good save, fair play to him. Uh, and then, like you say, it wasn't it wasn't too long. And if we're honest about it, the goal had been coming, and we had, we'd had the we'd had the better of the first ten minutes. Um, and. It came from a corner ultimately, Mal, and instrumental were you, so you better talk us through it. Yeah, um, it's funny. Scott was talking to me in the warm up, telling me um, they're going to be a tall side, good in the air, first corner, play it quick, play it low to pay in the front post. So I thought, yeah, I'll try that. Next thing you know, won the luck. Yeah, I, it's, you say put over a low corner, Mal, I, I hear miss hitting. That's it. Yeah. Definitely not miss it. It was planned, was it? Yeah, that was planned, yeah. Uh, from my point of view, it's a lovely drilled ball. Um, I think we've tried it a couple of times, if I'm honest, but it's definitely the first time it's worked. And, yeah. and Josh came in and met it, and it's a lovely little side fit to the net. So it's pretty good. And we continue to be on top. And I think the next sort of major incident was probably the goalkeeper fluffing his lines and handing the ball to, to Luca. Yeah. Um, probably you should have scored. I was on as well. Um, <laughs> probably one that I would have scored. But no, very unlucky. Should have went two 0 up. Should have punished them. It was a definitely little chip, wasn't it? But it sort of just missed past the post. Drift. He thought it was in for a minute, and it just sort of drifted yeah. wide. Yeah, I started celebrating. It was it only inches wide, maybe an inch or two. Okay, and not long later, it was two 0 We did get the second goal. Uh, I think 
I'm not quite sure how the ball came into the box, but Dicker was up there, so it must have probably been a corner mail, wasn't it, to do with you again, was it? Because Dicker headed back across, and right now there's our goal machine on hand. I can't remember that goal, if I'm honest. Um, I would imagine it was a good finish. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine anything, Mal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, knowing Josh, it would have been a good finish. But no, 2-0 up. What did it say? Yeah, 2-0 up. Our game to lose now, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. How long after, what time was that when you scored? Uh, probably about 20 minutes in, I'd say, so not, not too bad. Um, so, Mal, uh, I mean, you've already set up a goal and then you sort of start to come into the game as well. You've had a, a shot from just outside the box which fizzed past the par post and then you had a free kick. Do you want to talk us through that one? <laughs> not really, but I will. Um, I was stuck, stuck in two minds really whether to cross or shoot last minute I think I think I thought shot and it just went up to the top pitch <laughs> I mean you did well to kick it that hard I think <laughs> I'm not sure I'd have reached there but there we go but here we go the next move now redemption is coming um, a nice move down the left if we're honest about it and it comes into you and fine finish into the near post yeah, Luca's done really well um, to pull it back. I think, was it you? You and him, a couple of one-twos. Luca's done well to pull it back to me. And I just drilled it off my weak foot into the bottom corner. Yeah, sort of caught the keeper by surprise and he was going to the near post, possibly yeah. in far post, and he you know, couldn't get down in time. Yeah, he got a hand to it, but obviously it wasn't enough. Just, just the power from your weaker left foot, Mal, was too much for him. So that made it 3-0. And I mean that was that was not quite the end of the, the chances in the first half. Mal, Luca puts you through. You're in on goal. You shape up, body shape beautifully to swing it into the far corner. What happens? I don't know. I think you had too much time to think about it. Probably should have passed it across to Josh, but I didn't realise he was there till till the keeper had gone to get the ball. Um, just a bit of poor finishing, really. Yeah, a bit wide, but but not too bad. So. We get to half-time, uh, we're 3-0 up, and I don't think Cuffy's had to make a save, has he? So, you know, you, Somerset Senior Cup, you don't know your opposition, your keeper's not made a save, your three goals to the good, you've got to be fairly pleased with that. Yeah, definitely pleased with that. 3-0 at half-time, sort of just got to see the game out from there. And, you know, we had uh, Scott Smith doing the, doing the team talk and the management all day because our, our manager and assistant manager at all like chosen to go elsewhere for the day and how, how do you think his, his team talk and his half time talk went very good first team talk tell you what I won't mind Scott doing it a bit, a bit more if Gibbo ever decides to hang his boots up then get Scott Smith in and um, what, what, do you, what do you think about like um, well we're talking about well, so you know assistant manager Ben was, was on holiday with Flem but Flem came back to play the game and left Ben down in Cornwall on holiday I mean how does that sit with everyone he needs a needs to pay a big fine, really. <laughs> Put it into the key. <clears throat> Can't argue with that, can we? So second half starts. I mean, it's barely started. We get a corner. Malik, you're on the corners. What happens to this one? Just changed it up a little bit. Lofted one into the box, and Jack Dicker, man giant. He's met it, lovely. <laughs> Powerhouse. Powered through. Powered ahead of home. You don't save them. Four 0 Which way we shoot? Second half. Uh, down towards the hedge. Yeah. Windy, windy day or is it all right? No, it's all right. It's an, an unusually non-windy day at Alvington. Yeah. Uh, so then we we started to make. Obviously, Scott uh, pulled into his the substitutes bag, sort of brought everybody on, really, because you know we're falling up, and quite rightly too, get everyone as much as many minutes as you possibly can. 
So um, Bossy comes on and Will Island and um, Jacob Manley will, will get on the pitch. And it's not long before uh, Nick Voss gets a chance. It's a, a Will Island ball out to Josh and this time he's creator and Fossey gets a chance but keeper makes a good save to be fair to him. Yeah, Phil Bathford, the keeper, conceding five. He was a very good goalkeeper to be fair. Good shot stopper and he done well on this occasion. And it's sort of one of those games, isn't it? You get 4-0 up quite early and, and we sort of took our foot off the pedal you say we stopped playing the football we were playing to a degree and allowed them to sort of edge back into things a little bit yeah definitely I mean if you were turned up at half time and watched the second half you would have thought that the away team were unlucky to, to lose 5-1 we just took the foot, foot off the pedal a little bit and relaxed a bit got a bit complacent but no we got there in the end yeah. and then you know sort of probably halfway through the half somewhere like that Cuffy has to make his first save which is a, a decent Effort at the back post was allowed to sort of fairly on in and goal, but a little bit wide, and um, you know, Cuffy makes a good save. Yeah, um, I can't remember too much of the game to be honest. Can't remember the save. <laughs> in, in hindsight, you were a bad choice for this yeah. podcast now, weren't you? Yeah. Um, but no, Cuffy is a good shot stopper. He loves to make a save. So yeah. Again, there. So Mal, another involvement from you here. You were, you know, got on the ball. A lot, you know, use it well generally, and you, you put um, put Nick Voss through on goal, and their keeper again. He's he's on the ball, makes another good save. Yeah, usually I'd back I'd back Voss on, on a one v one, but very good keeper, like I say. So keepers done well to keep him in the game a little bit longer. Okay, and um, again, and another chance. It was um, this time I can't. Vossi was on the ball, pulled the pulled the ball back, and I'm not quite sure what he was, or how he was in there, and why he was in there, and what had just happened. But Johnny Manley was in there to sweep the ball over the bar. Yeah, you, Johnny's quite technical. I, I'm surprised he was up there, to be honest. But probably should have went five nil up. But it was not to be. So, um, and at this point, I don't know whether you can call it getting back in the game. But Welton Rovers got their their well deserved goal, I think, probably for their their second half performance. I mean, I do put it down to a combination of us putting off, you know, stepping off maybe. But they got in the game and they kept going and they kept going despite being four 0 down, didn't they? And across across from the right was was headed in by their their number ten. Yeah, good bit of play from them. I think we had just switched off. Um, like I say, got a bit complacent and was happy at four 0 when really we should have killed the game off completely especially with all the pressure they're putting on us but well deserved goal by them and just as the game sort of petering out a little bit we did sort of put the icing on the cake which probably our second half performance didn't deserve now uh, bit of a lucky goal to make it 5-1 exactly the same goal as you scored the other day Phil uh, was it? yeah <laughs> right little pass around the side of the keeper just to like you say put the icing on the cake and we finished 5-1 so that's a, a good result for us um, obviously that was a, a cup cup game for us um, the next round has been drawn and we face Westfield um, in the next round we have got another home game that will take place the first weekend of October and Westfield are, was it fourth in the Somerset Prem so that potentially is going to be a real tough game yeah I've seen they, they've played Chard and I think they've given um, a pretty good game good result against them and we played Chard in pre-season so it should be a good game really um, OK so DPL results wise in the weekend Corfe Castle beat Stone Newton 1-0 Gillingham beat Bridport Reserves 3-0 
Holt United beat Balti Sports 2-1 uh, Murley 4 Swanage 1 Chasby 3 Hamrek 4 uh, what a surprise Wreck winning again Swanage 1 Bournemouth Sports 3 and Wareham 0 Dort Sports 3 that leaves Hamrek top of the pile as ever 8 games 8 wins goal difference of plus 25 they just keep hammering out the wins uh, as they always do uh, we are in second place we have played a game less but we are 6 points behind them let's go this weekend we've got Bridport uh, Bridport are normally a, a very young side quick attacking side and they, they play good football so it should be a fairly entertaining game now yeah looking forward to it a lot really always always good to play a young side see what they're about I think they usually use their reserve team mainly for their first team help their first team develop as they should and uh, what, do you know when you've got Hamrek yet? Uh, well, it was supposed to be on the Saturday the 21st of September, we were away, but that is also the date of the league representative match, so the game has been postponed. Oh, so that's the, a positive, right? Because the club's got too many representatives. Uh, both players. clubs have got too many representatives. We have seven, they have two. That's for, something which is a bit really proud of. We still th- yes, absolutely. We're very proud of having seven lads in the representative, or selected for the representative squad. I think a couple are unable to play. Yeah, but we've, that they've only got two. We find it weird that Ham Wreck of eight from eight have won the league the last two years and have only got two. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they changed the selection processes. No, no, no. no. Anyway, oh, sorry, I was going to ask, what what formation are you playing at the moment? Uh, three five two wing backs. Yeah, Mal, what do you reckon your best position is, Mal? I like it number ten, but I like playing anywhere in the middle of the field. Enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm having grown up with Phil watching him play I found it incredibly weird seeing him play in any kind of defensive position at all so <laughs> I've played defensive him... positions about the last 15 years oh, I know Phil but <laughs> I've, I've watched you play since you were about 10 and you were always up front or left wing so uh, I prefer to see you left wing back to be honest and you've scored twice already in the season which is more than you've scored in the last 10 years probably isn't uh, it? Yeah. that's no what a season just what a season rolling back the years <laughs> yes <laughs> ok let's move on to the reserves then so um, game away at Stalbridge second game of the season hoping to build on the, the midweek victory in the gloom at, against Wincanton so I don't think we've faced Stalbridge for some time I remember years and years ago I used to do some coaching out there I presume it's the same sort of pitch with a great big wall around the outside you have to drive around to get to or am I thinking of somewhere different yeah that's the one I think um, the, the first problem we faced on Saturday was actually finding the entry into the into the the, uh, the walled garden to be honest yeah um, it, not a brilliant pitch um, slope I've, I think the last time I was out there I played cricket as a schoolboy actually the, pitch, the change room to the bottom right and then the cricket pitch in the middle yeah. and then right at the top of the that's exactly it yes yeah. if you're a romantic it was a beautiful view <laughs> but the pitch was uh, a real slope on it with the wind blowing right down the slope and somehow they had a perfect combination of long grass cut grass and bobbly all at the same time so it was a really really bad playing surface <laughs> to play on to be honest yeah. well you, you know it's the same for both sides you have to deal with the conditions as it goes um, I guess the home side deal with it every week so now maybe how to do it best so was it like I mean changing rooms are we talking big small and different is it you know how does it how does it set the scene <laughs> well change, yeah change rooms nice and big yeah I guess I mean uh, again trying to find the away dressing room was a bit of a challenge so I think half of us walked into the home dressing room first and the showers they have this beautiful double showered romantic little cubicle there's only two showers uh, so it's really quite romantic get some candles in there how many can you cram into a cubicle 
I got out as quickly as I possibly could, so uh, you need to ask the other boys that one, I think. <laughs> okay, so let's get on to the game then. Um, I know the management were hoping for a, for a quick start to the game, but um, perhaps that didn't happen and Stalbridge started pretty strongly. Um, I, it's, probably, it's probably fairer to say that we started slowly. We started slowly against Stalbridge, started slowly against Wincanton. Uh, I wasn't around much last season due injury, but speaking to Houchin and some of the lads who were, we started slowly almost every single game last season. just seems to be we need to concede to really get the, get the boys fired up, which is um, strange because we have a good warm-up routine. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with, uh, with Liam's warm-up. Um, we're, we're fired up. Personally, I don't like pumping music to get them fired up. I, don't, I think I'd rather sit and focus, but, you know, that's each their own. But, um, do you know what? We're, we're a decent side, so we're good enough to get back into games. It would just be nice not to have to wait to go one down before we get back into the game. And it was about 10 minutes in when we did find ourselves 1-0 down, and it just came from a simple cross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot more to say to it, to be honest. Um, it, it was really simple, yeah, just a header into the bottom of the net. Yeah, 1-0 down. Uh, it just started slowly, so there's not a lot more to say than that, to be honest. I mean, we were, fair to say, shooting uphill into the wind. And actually, I started, um, I was running the line for the first half. You didn't really think it was actually that bad. And then I come on for the last 10 minutes and you realise quite how strong the wind was and quite how steep the hill was. So, uh, yeah, that, that's got to be said. But as previous, like you say, this, this goal woke us up and, and literally a minute later, that's what happened. We woke up, we got back in the game and, and it's Joe Jarvis playing in his striker role. I think Joe Jarvis looks great up front. Actually, he's quick, he's strong, he makes the right runs. Um, <clears throat> we are a team perfectly set up to control the play, pass it about, we've got good football players and then we've got so much pace. We are perfectly set up to play and then go and that's exactly what we did for the next three goals to be honest just played it I don't want to get ahead of ourselves <clears throat> but we just played around and then went and they, to be fair they weren't the quickest at the back and when you compare against likes of Liam and Joe we've got pace to burn up top so yeah it was it was pretty easy goal to be honest um, yeah just not through and then uh, Joe Jarvis did a reasonable job at tight angle oh, so it's one all, and at this point, so I guess that gives us the confidence boost that we need. And at this point, we start to sort of get into the game, dictate the possession and the play, uh, put a little pressure on the ball, and start to cause them a few problems. Maybe Rory in particular. Yeah, again, Rory paced a burn on the wing. Um, again, too fair to their fullback, probably uh, not the quickest. But against people like Rory and Liam, not many people do look quick. Uh, and we just did exactly the same. It w eventually, it took us 10, 15 minutes to learn. Uh, and we learned how to play against them. We learned how to ping it down the wing, take it up the pitch, knock it across the box, and simple goal. Well, actually, I think, I think it was an own goal technically, but Joe Jarvis sort of uh, knocked it across the box and the defender sort of slid in. Okay, so I, I think, too fair, we'll give it to Joe that one. So that puts us, us two and up, and it's Joe Jarvis slash alone goal. I think, like you say, we'd give it, a, give it to Joe probably. Any striker would definitely be trying to claim it. So uh, two and up, and, and that's, not, that's not too bad. So all of a sudden, from being 1-0 down, 10, 15 minutes later, we're two and up, which is a, a pretty good place to be. 
and, and again, again, it just sort of increases the confidence. The football gets better, doesn't it? And, and that leads to the third goal. We look, at that point, we looked like we could have gone on and thrashed them. We really did. Um, we were playing nice football. It. I mean, I, I come on with about ten minutes left before this, before the, uh, the half ended, and it took me five minutes to get into understanding how the hell the pitch played. To be honest, it, you know, the first three or four touches I had absolutely horrific so I can understand why we started a bit slow um, but once we learned and very quickly from then on we became very dominant and once again the, our third goal was almost a carbon copy ping down the line Rory uses his pace crosses it in Stobsy free at the back post just taps it in Stobsy doing what Stobsy does he just scores goals doesn't he I mean he, 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 he doesn't stop I know I don't have a clue how many he's scored in the last couple of years but um, it's annoying really yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so we, we, you know, we started the game maybe not the best, slow as, as ever, and um, we go one 0 down. Um, okay, and um, we get the three one ups, which is great. Uh, the, the slight, um, not so good bit of the first half was uh, centre half Todd Morgan getting introduced, clattered by the keeper, and having to go off. Yeah, it was uh, an odd one that one because uh, the referee was being assessed, so she did most things by the book uh, but in my personal opinion she got this one wrong the ball came into the box Tom Morgan went for the ball um, whether he got it I don't know but the keeper effectively just wiped him out could have might as well punched him in the face left Tom Morgan absolutely spread eagle on the floor <clears throat> he claims it was all injury he was out drinking the night before so <laughs> it could have been it's an excuse it could have been an excuse we don't, we'll never know but no, he certainly was on the ground for quite some time, had to be carried off. Um, in a selfish way, it's nice, it means I get on the pitch a bit earlier than I'd like, but in, in reality, it should have been a penalty. And so we come from behind, we 3-1 up, it's half-time, what is, what's the, the message from the management at half-time? <clears throat> um, do the same as the last half an hour, to be honest. We, we didn't need much more than that. Their lads traipsed across, halfway across the pitch to go back inside. We sat out in the sunshine, feeling quite confident about things. You know, slow start, but in general, far better team. We were the team playing football. They had maybe, yeah, they had two guys who really looked quality, actually. Um, their number 10 in particular up front, who I couldn't put a name to his face, but I've certainly seen him around the leagues for many years. He looked good. You could tell when I was running the line. He was running the line also. You, know, you can tell when a player knows what he's doing. <clears throat> and he causes a few problems it took us three goal kicks for us to recognise that you can't be offside from the goal kick <laughs> so we put ourselves in danger a couple of times but once we sorted that out we looked pretty pretty strong and um, really it was just more of the same OK so the second half gets underway and you know we're doing OK but Storbridge do have a few chances and pips up to his usual standards in goal making some saves uh, yeah so the team talk was do more of the same um, and we didn't do that in all honesty uh, we we just panicked we couldn't find our rhythm in the second half we thought it would be easy going downhill with the wind it, it, we didn't find it that way we couldn't play off our normal football on that sort of pitch going down the hill with the wind we couldn't play our ping it in, you know sort of ping it to the wingers use our pace and Pitt even though we won 4-2 four, four, Pitt thoroughly deserved man of the match. He threw, him, threw himself in the, in the way of uh, literally everything. He made some absolutely stunning saves. Um, their, their players just saying to me uh, how, uh, how annoyed they were to be honest, because genuinely it was just some of them were, were sensational saves. Um, 
close range. So, uh, yeah, genuinely kept us in the box. And the only criticism I would say, and he did admit it to me afterwards, that for the penalty, I'd like to see him actually dive. Okay, well, let's get to that pivotal moment then. (laughs) Slightly, yes. That's a bit of a spoiler, but there we go. So... (laughs) Maybe I think it sort of brings Storwich back in the game. Then that all of a sudden we get a penalty. It's um, it's a handball given against Scott Morgan. Was it handball? No, not a million years. No, uh, I'm afraid the is, is is it handball given the new rules and the rule is wrong, or is it not a handball in a million years because the referee made a bad decision? Because a minute ago you just said the only decision she got wrong was that one against Todd Morgan. Uh, only decision in the first half. Oh right. <laughs> no, she she had three penalty decisions uh, to make, and in my opinion, she got all three wrong. Um, should have given her one on Todd Morgan. Scott Morgan handle in the area. Well, by the new rules, did it hit his hand? I was stood pretty close to him, and I definitely couldn't see it hitting his hand. He had a massive mark on his side. I don't know. I personally, I don't think it was a penalty in a million years. Um, I don't like to defend Scott Morgan, <laughs> but I wouldn't say it was a penalty. No, absolutely not. No, and and keep the, the striker put it away. Um, Good penalty. It was fine. Um, I was only joking about Pip. He slipped as he was trying to dive, so yeah, I, can't, I can't blame him for that. He, he generally made up for it for the rest of the game. So uh. okay. So I mean, obviously that gives Storbridge confidence at this point, just being you know only a goal in it and back in the game. Um, and they guess they're pushing for an equaliser. Yeah, we were struggling at that point, really were. Um, and again, we needed Pip's, Pip's presence at the back and some fantastic saves. We, we, we lowered ourselves, we lowered ourselves because of the pitch, we, we lowered ourselves to, uh, you know, I, I think we were a better team than the opposition, but we, I think we lowered ourselves to their level. We panicked, we couldn't play our football, um, and really we were hanging on for a while, yeah. Just, just looking for the breakaway goal, which we just couldn't find. Um, but then the breakaway goal did come <laughs> yeah eventually it did yeah yeah. Scott Morgan played a decent ball down to Rory who oh it was cracking uh, just let the ball run through his legs absolutely dumbfounded their full back um, even his own fans on the side of the pitch were ribbing him for it as he was trying to desperately chase Rory it was great lovely to see uh, yeah nice little one-two and then he did not really, really good. He, he literally just ran 50 yards of the pitch, right down to almost to the byline, and lovely little finish, dinking it over the keeper. Yeah, it was, it was a really good goal. Okay, so that game goal came in the last minute, so secured a secured a, a nice victory for us, and we go on from there. So the uh, Dorset Senior League uh, results was um, Chickle United four, Tisbury one, which uh, I guess was a bit of a surprise after the way things went last season. Meertown one, Cranbourne two, which is again perhaps another surprise. Storbridge 2 Westerns 4 obviously Wincanton 0 Poolborough 1 uh, Chickle 4 Tisbury 1 uh, and that's about it I think yeah before I go on to Mir again that's wrong so um, that leaves just three teams with two victories out of two and that is ourselves Chickle and Sturmitz Newton although we are the the worst of the three on goal difference I don't think that matters particularly after two games and, and we crack on from there so uh Saturday this week sees a trip to Turlin Moor to face Paul Borough. I mean that is always a difficult place to go and we'll be expecting a tough game as they sit in fifth place in the league with a, a win and a draw. Yeah. Anywhere where you turn up and they have to rebuild the dugouts, um, yeah, you know you're in for a tough place to go. Yeah, so um uh, look, we we played on a very poor pitch on Saturday. Chickrell in mid-January is probably going to be just as bad, but other than that, I think 
we've done a really good job on Saturday um, and even their fans after the game uh, agreed that we thoroughly deserved it they were proud of their, their team but thoroughly deserved and must say uh, well done to Stallbridge because we had a cracking chip body after the game so yeah, de- decent food so well done to them you can't argue the way the day finished then so that went very well right I'm delighted to say we've been joined by under 18's manager Mark Baker uh, Mark you had your first league game of the season on Sunday a, a nice trip to Nailsea for you which is uh, Bristol and it's a, a lovely sunny day for you which is a great great way to start the season and what's it like at Nailsea what's the what's the facilities and the pitch and how, how does it all how does it all kick off around there the, the f- facilities at Nelsea are very, very good and, uh, and a very welcoming club to go to. Very big pitch, very wide pitch. Um, obviously quite dry at this stage of the season, so hard to play on in, in that respect. But it was, a, a, it was a, a, a decent place to go to and it was a decent place for us to start the season. Excellent. So we started the game pretty well, really, sort of in control and you know, controlling the possession and the play. Very, very much so. Um, surprisingly so, because we went, we probably went into the game a little bit undercooked. Uh, we actually hadn't had a competitive friendly, if that's the, if that's the right expression for it. So, um, so we, we, this was probably the first time that some of the lads had actually even seen each other, let alone played together. So, so to actually for them to go on the pitch and press the way they did uh, was. Was, was a joy to watch really and, and, and for a team that was obviously very very well drilled and knew what they were trying to trying to do how they were trying to play the ball out we just didn't let, allow them to do it so we always we always won the possession where we needed to up the pitch Excellent well, we were causing a, causing a threat as well to our sort of wingers we've got quick lads and we like Lewis Trust and Rory they're, they're causing causing problems for the Nelson defence uh, Lewis Trussin was, was, was a, a threat all afternoon um, they, they, they resorted to some quite brutal tactics to stop him uh, but, he, but he seemed to, to take every challenge with relish and, and get up and, and get up, go on for more um, he had the beating of his man any time he wanted to really um, and the link up play down whichever side of the pitch he was on because we did alternate it uh, always, went, always went through him so uh, Lewis was very very good yes and so the, the first goal comes and it's it's a goal from some Rory and it's a, a nice passing move that allows him the opportunity again quite quite literally that they're trying to play the ball out we, we win the ball back and 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 as as they're breaking forward two or three passes and and the ball's in the box and, and Rory finishes it he has a bit of time it's not it's not one it's not a snapshot but he but he, he took the time he had and 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 placed it in the corner a, a, a very very good goal Excellent. I love seeing a nice pass finishing the goal personally so uh, there we go um, but that sort of maybe woke Nelsie up a little bit and they started to, to get into it uh, grow into it maybe they, they got into it for the rest of the first half um, and, and they did they did create a little bit the, the pitch is quite sloped there and then they were playing down the hill first half we were playing up the hill so so they did come on to us but a lot of it was the ball over the top where they were trying to get in behind um, and our back four dealt with that it wasn't too much of a threat they, 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 were, they were going quite direct and and we, we, we kept high and, lead, and, and there wasn't the place for them to get the ball into really and any chances they did create they didn't really trouble Gabe in goal either did they? Gabe had one, one save to make that 
that, that you would call a, a, a decent that they had to make a decent save and, and it was um, but but you know it's one of those that you would expect a keeper to make so fair enough um, so you get half time one up that's a, that's a you know cracking first half of the season and what's what's the message given to the lads at this point well at half time it, 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 obviously it was very very hot on on Sunday afternoon so uh, so some some of the lads were, were were blowing a bit and looking looking for looking for some water it was the it was the first game in um, but all we all we tried to do we we, we didn't make the, the the change up front initially we we made a change in in uh, in midfield one of the one of the new lads henry field came on at half time to to play in in midfield rory dropped into into full back to accommodate that um, and 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 henry probably sat a little bit deep to let let the other lads move on which worked fairly well um, their goal came fairly early in the in the in the second half um, a little bit against the run of, run of play we were um, we were probably caught par- passing the ball and and it was a couple of ricochets the guy found himself in a bit of space um, and, and he beat the keeper when he probably should have beat the keeper so so one all at that stage was a little bit unfair on us but uh, the, the best thing was the way the lads reacted yeah, I was going to say I mean, it's, uh, it's how you respond to it that matters isn't it and we responded very well well the um, the, the, the control side came back very well they um, the, <laughs> the, the sorry the, 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 we, we were able to, we were able to um, get the, the ball back under, under control we were able to um, maintain possession for probably 10 or 15 minutes something like that and and really that that took the sting out of their game because because they 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 were starting to flag a little bit bearing in mind they're the they're the ones that are, that are going up the hill now so so we we, we got ourselves even at one all we were in control of the game i would say and as the strains of the uh, arrow quiz start to take hold in here um we managed to retake the lead and it's through uh, one of your substitutes who so is that inspired substitution uh, i'd love to say it was inspired it was it was probably forced um morley gold had a bit of a sore ankle so um, so he went off uh probably about 15 minutes into the second half Connor Sharp, one of the one of the, the lads from last year, came on uh, and scored within three or three or four minutes. Um, again, it was a nice volley. It, it was a nice volley inside the six-yard box, but a volley's a volley. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, no one counts the yardage. <laughs> no, and, and obviously he he was very very pleased. But it, but again, the, the the way that the goal came, it was it wasn't a, a chance ball into the box that that he, he just had to get hold of it was a decent move down the left hand side um, uh, through Tom Jarvis Ben Powder I, I, yeah, I think right, yeah. um, and, and so, so the build up play was good again which is the pleasing part yeah. and at this point so Nelsie are two and down and, and you mentioned the challenges in the first half they're not getting any better <laughs> no they, they've un, un, unfortunately we've, we, we suffered from not having an appointed referee um, so one of the, one of their uh, one of their guys had to, had to do it, uh, which we you know we all know that if somebody doesn't do it, there's no game. But uh, uh, I, I think if there was an in, independent referee, there might have been one or two cards. I'm guessing this guy didn't actually have any. <laughs> Very possible. And I guess as a result of one of those challenges, we get a free kick on the edge of the box, and Isaac Story steps up. 
Yeah, it was. It was actually. It was. It was a whole series of free kicks. It was challenge after challenge, and, and um, in truth, Isaac had had, had a couple of sighters already um, but I, I, I think really they didn't put the wall in the right place and 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 he, he found the gap and it was it, again it was a very tidy finish left the keeper with no chance Good. I mean I guess we've, we've seen Isaac over the last year or two and that's the sort of thing we expect from him so, and from then on three went up it's keep possession keep control of your reactions to the tackles and see out the game uh, very much that um, from, from that point on th- th- they they, they hadn't given up because there was there was one or two still flying in with a few challenges, but they'd stopped playing football at this stage, and, and so we were quite able to do that, and and they, they could chase us around the pitch for for ten minutes, and we we saw the game out. Yeah, so that's really good. So I mean, obviously very pleased with the first win of the season, particularly away. Uh, Nelsie were probably traditionally a fairly strong side, and good character shown in terms of conceding an equal equaliser very early in the first half and coming back to still take the three points. Very, very good character shown. Uh, the, the, you know, it's they're, they're an unknown quantity playing to get playing together at the moment. As I said before, that's the first time that the lads have been together. So, very likely that could be our worst performance of the season. <laughs> well, if a three-one win away from home is our worst performance of the season, that'd be great. So, well done, guys. That's a that's a great result. So, just a couple of other questions to finish off, Mal. Uh, Watford have sacked another manager um, and they appear to have run out of new ones to a point so they've gone back to an old one is, is they've just sacked every manager they possibly can yeah it's not very good that if you're going back to an old manager that you've previously sacked um, don't know much about it but I personally wouldn't reappoint somebody that I've sacked it's a strange one isn't it because they've reappointed each one of their managers has seen well almost each one of them has seemingly done reasonably well and yeah, then they sack for a limited amount of time. For a small amount of time. And then as soon as things start to go down downhill, immediately sacked. How many managers have they had in the last five years? It's well, they pretty much have a manager a year, don't they? Well, if you look at some of the big teams like Man United and Chelsea, they're not doing well in, in respect to how they should be doing. Um, they're sticking by their managers. So I think Watford probably should have done the same, especially this early on in the season. So we'll look forward to Watford reappointing Graham Taylor at some point. That would be slightly awkward, <laughs> somehow. Uh, OK, Chris, as our uh, resident Macclesfield fan, we've not had any Macclesfield chat before uh, on the pod. I mean, who'd have thought that? I'm surprised at that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, fantastic achievement by Sol Campbell and his, his lads to stay up last season. Uh, you couldn't believe uh, how happy I was yet. Um, and no offence to anyone I know who's a Yeovil fan, but I was incredibly pleased that we stayed up and Yeovil didn't. Um, yeah, a, a dreadful start to the season. Sol Campbell comes in, calls himself one of the greatest minds in football. Turns out he, he truly is. <laughs> uh, has built a really decent squad to start this season. Hasn't been paid for four months. Left the club. Um, and yeah, I, I genuinely couldn't be happier. In fact, well, the best day of my life, probably, well, again... I mean, you'd be happy if Sol had stayed, wouldn't you? Uh, no, because uh, he was due to get a pay rise of 800%. <laughs> which is about the same uh, as, our ten, as 10 players. So I'd rather have 10 players and not have a Campbell. But I am very grateful to him for uh, keeping what he did last season. And yeah, you've, you've started to see, I mean, to be fair, he started the season under him. And although someone's taken over, you're continuing to do quite well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's put the groundwork in place. We've got some young, hungry players, uh, really keen. Some young, some lads in lower league football. Um, and Darren McMahon who's highly tipped as a, a lower league manager he's been at um, 
I can't remember where he was now. So, yeah, anyway, he's, he's highly tipped. He played played decent level, League One, League Two, played for, for a while. Uh, and it seems to have continued. We've, we've stalled a bit, but to be honest, our aim is still 23rd. Since, well, since Berry went out of business, we don't have to aim for 22nd anymore. So 23rd is, is a bonus for us, really, yeah. Okay, and just a couple of questions to finish with then. Mal, uh, can you cry underwater? I'm going to say no. Um, Why? Why? I don't, I don't think you can bleed underwater, so I don't think you'll be able to oh, You can definitely bleed underwater. What happens if a shark rips your arm off? <laughs> I, I don't want to go into context, but... Um, How about James Bond where he gets chucked in a shark tank and all the water goes red? Yeah, true. I mean, true. James Bond's not real. No. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still going to say no. Um, <laughs> it's actually, I don't know. It's I don't want to get involved in that question. Fair enough. Fair enough. My client doesn't want to talk about it. Right now. Chris, one for you. Uh, what's a question with no answer called? A rhetorical question. Um, is it? Is that a question with no answer, or is that a question you're asking? Technically, you're just asking yourself. A rhetorical question requires no answer. It's a yeah. question. It requires no answer. It doesn't mean it doesn't have one. A rhetorical question is a statement with a question mark at the end of it that you're not expecting an answer to. Because you know the answer. Uh, because it's... Very <laughs> 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 <a> good point. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that'll do us. Um, thank you very much for listening once again. It's back to league action for the first team this weekend as they entertain Bridport Reserves at Alvington on Saturday the 14th of September. Bridport are normally a young, energetic side who play good football, so this should be an entertaining watch. The reserves travel to Turlin Moor to face Pool Borough, and this is never an easy trip and be a tough test as they can keep trying to, uh, to maintain their 100% record. On Sunday, the under-18s have their first home match of the season as they face Wemden at Alvington. Looking to build on last week's fine victory, this should also be a good watch, and this kicks off at 3pm. We are available... 2.30, sorry about that. Good job you were here, Mark. We're available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and all of your good podcast providers, so please subscribe and give a nice rating where you can. I'd like to thank Malik Kamal, Chris Wells, and Mark Baker for their time this evening, and we hope to see you all at Alvington this weekend. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.